a Tricky Kid Media original presentation distributed by iHeartRadio. Hey, all you fans, marks, smarks, jobbers, cheerers, and jeerers. Get ready for an exciting bout of no-holds-barred fun. I'm Dana French, and this is Wrestling. Welcome to an exciting addition to the Tricky Kid Radio Podcast Network, where we take on all corners in the world of professional wrestling. We will be talking with legends from the past, the best talent of today, and rising stars of the future. Don't miss weekly post-show analysis, guest commentary, and live remotes from the matches with your host, a veteran of calling the action ringside, Roy Turner. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of iHeartRadio's This Is Wrestling. I'm your host, as always, Roy Turner. It has been the biggest week of the year for professional wrestling, and I can't, I'm so excited to sit here and, and break it all down for you and introduce to you my special guest. Starting right ahead of me, introduce yourself, young man. My name is Jarrell. Just Jarrell. Just Jarrell. <laughs> Call me Jerry. <laughs> call, call me Joe. Call me Jerry if you're nasty. Uh, 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 <laughs> please, girl, don't go. All right. <laughs> and then to my immediate left. What's up, everyone? My name is John Fuentes. You can follow me on Twitter at the wrong act. Let's see. Let's get this party going. That's what I'm saying. And the lady of the hour, ladies and gentlemen, to my left is a woman who I've had a crush on for 20 <laughs> plus years. The literal girl that got away is joining us here. <laughs> Tonight here. Actually, she's such a, gr- a great friend of mine, and I'm so glad that, that, that uh, we bump into each other at WrestleMania. Wrestling brings people together. To my left, Stephanie Nonamaker. Stephanie, welcome to This Is Wrestling. Thank you. And thank you, gentlemen. Okay, so check it out here. So we're about to get this party. It's Ooh. WrestleMania season! I hope all of you out there, uh, if you've seen the show, if you have not seen the show, stop listening right now because this is going to be some spoilers. But as you know, like I told all of you, you can already go online and see what's up. We're going to take you there. We're going to take you into AT&T Stadium. You're going to be able to feel the crowd like how we felt the crowd because all of us were there. And, uh, and we're so glad you guys are joining us now. many of you have been to WrestleMania before? I have actually been to, this will be my third one. First one attended was uh, WrestleMania 25 in Houston, and then the 32 up here in Dallas, and then, of course, the 38 that we just recently went to. Okay, and you, sir? This was my second. I was at 32 and 38. Okay, so so, so you're a Dallas guy. You've been now, now, Stephanie, what about you? No, this is my first one. Okay, so we're going to start with mm-hmm. Stephanie. So you're, you're talk, talk to me a little bit about your wrestling fandom mm-hmm. in terms of, like, did you watch it as a kid? Is it something that, that you've watched your whole life? or, 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 or talk, talk to me about that. So I've been in and out of it since I was a young kid. My mom and um, my stepdad, they actually took me to the sportatorium and we got to see all the nice lights. We saw Flair come out with his nice robes and it was amazing. I mean, you're a little kid and how often you get to say, hit that guy. I mean, right. that doesn't happen. They're usually like... You know, children are better seen than heard. So <laughs> this is a whole different. Um, and then, you know, it's it's crazy. Every time I go to an event, um, it's like 
I post a picture or something and you find some closet friend that has wrestling and you're like, what? Yeah. You like wrestling too? That's right. That's right. It's amazing. So, so when you walked in to AT&T Stadium on April 1st, what, what is one, what is a tradition for you? Like, like, like when you think about WrestleMania, what is something that you're hoping for? What are your expectations? Man, normally my expectations, especially going to a big show like that um, once a year, you know, you just want to make sure... You just want to see something big, you know. You want to see those WrestleMania moments. You want to make sure, you know, you don't really know what's going, to, who you're going to cheer or boo for, you know. Especially when I went this year, a lot of the cards it was hit and miss. I was more for, oh, I don't want this guy to win. I don't want that guy to win. But you get caught up in that moment, and you know, next thing you know, you're cheering for Cody coming out to the ring, <laughs> and you're like, I don't like this guy. And then you find, kind of focus back in, and you're like, oh, I don't like this guy. Boo, you know. So. Okay. What, what, what about you? Whatever you, I go to WrestleMania, I've always one of the things I always want to see is I want to see. I can't wait to see what the set is going to look like. Yes. What yes. is? Talk to me about that. I definitely say it's like the spectacle, the showmanship of it, especially with the special entrances that you get every year at WrestleMania. I mean, they just do it big. It's yeah. Like they really turn it up a notch. Yeah. For everybody. That place was amazing when you walked in. You saw the stars, and yes, they had a lot of Dallas Cowboy. Um, references, which was great. Well, it's, it's right it's here, sure, right? it should be. Everyone should have uh, its own. Like, if you're in England, they brought out the British Bulldog. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. If you're in, yeah. you're in, you're where the Cowboys play. It should have that. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted to tell everybody that's listening right now that. Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of wrestling coming up, of course, and we talked about how AEW is coming back in town on April the 15th. Well, a month after that, right here in Dallas, just north in Addison, Texas, Texas-style wrestling is coming back. I want to thank all of you guys for selling out our big show, Unfoolish Business, on April the 1st. It was headlined, of course, I mentioned before we went on the air with Melina and Selena De La Renta. Uh, shout out to my boy, Teddy Long. Holla, holla, holla. Play up, play up. Putting on a great show. <laughs> Tag team match. And we were so successful that we're going to be coming back for May Day, May 14th, at the uh, TSW Studios. It's at the 7400 block of Westbrook Avenue in Addison, Texas. Get your tickets now at TSWplus.com. I really feel that when WWE is at its best... No, no, nobody can touch him. Yeah, nobody, nobody. yeah, absolutely. So, Jerry, I want you to lead us off here. What was the opening bout at night one for this year's WrestleMania? So, night, mat, night one, opening match was the tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Championships. It was the Usos uh, versus Shinsuke and Rick Boobs. Um, they had some pre-match intro, pre-match promo stuff. They always give you the story before, before the match to really bring you into it, kind of let you know why they're having the match and things like that. It was a good contest, um, definitely back and forth action. Uh, wasn't the longest match because apparently there was an injury or something that happened uh, about halfway through, which kind of towards the ACL, toward, I believe. Uh, uh, out for a little bit. Quad. quad, I think it was quad, quad and uh, something else. Patella. Well, I'll let you guys that because yeah, I think that Rick Boogs' gimmick is my might be my favorite right now. My oh, little man. boy loves it so much. Yeah. But so I was worried about him because it looked like that was a legitimate injury when he put two people on his back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and he fell to the ground and and, and the, like I said the match ran um just under seven Six, minutes. Seven minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, which you know that, that's pretty average. The match was probably they probably were going to be like I, I tried not to use all the insider terms like you know. Yeah, we had uh, it was uh, McIntyre and Happy Corbin. Now interesting to me because what I was hearing was that they had McIntyre was actually supposed to have like some sort of special entrance mm -hmm. which something yeah, yeah, Scottish, yeah was somebody doing that but 
Um, like a, what is it, like a, like a Braveheart kind of, like, oh, yeah. 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 like that with the sword and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, know, so, you'll, so, you may take our lives, but you'll never take our title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was I mean, low-hanging fruit there. For you <laughs> but, I mean, this one, yeah, you know, this one was just kind of a throwaway match, in my opinion. Um, I, is it, I don't, I don't know why he's Happy Gilmore now, or? or Happy Gilmore. Happy Corbin. Okay, so I knew that Barry that, I will say that pre-match, though, like, they really covered his whole arc with that, as far as, like, sad Corbin and all that stuff. Right. Which, even if you didn't really follow it, I mean, that was, like, what, a, a year and a half or something? The promo, that, that cover? The video package? And it was actually pretty funny. Like, it actually, like, got me more into the match than had I just, they just put them out there without that. Right. So that's how, like, important those promo packages are. As for, as sure, for sure. For sure. speed for the yeah. matches and yeah. things like that. Like that, like it was. Well, I think some people are born heel. I'm a born heel. When I do the commentary for <laughs> TSW, I'm a born heel, right? right? right. So the straight guy, can, he's the guy that's going, "Oh, I was a nice hip." I go, "Are you crazy?" Like you know, like. So I think that Baron Happy Gilmore, whatever. <laughs> I think that he is a great heel. I think he is a born heel. He's somebody that you would never ever want to like. You know. Who's your favorite wrestler? Oh, Baron Corbin. No, like and, and, and that's, <laughs> I would say that. That nobody would say, but but that's his role though. And, mm-hmm. and, sure. Yeah. So anyway, so the match ran about eight and a half minutes long, and it ended with uh, McIntyre slicing the ropes like hot butter, man. Uh, <laughs> and what was funny too is that like I just it, it would have been cool if it had been a little more grandeur and like you said maybe a little bit later like like why are we cutting the ropes uh, already here and the delay give us, uh, give, yeah. us give us some pyro pyro when that when those ropes cut i mean yeah. i know they had like the background sound effect which kind of didn't make sense you know we heard that yeah so for sure the third match on the card was the one of the celebrity bouts that we had it was the Miz and Logan Paul social media sensation yeah okay uh, they faced Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio um, do you want me to go to the, the end of the match? Right uh, what, 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 you you don't want to give, give it away just yet. So you, you, you would just say, gotcha. the Miz Logan Paul uh, faced Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, yeah. like I said, in the celebrity yeah, thing there. The celebrity. Time. Yeah, the, every, the crowd was yeah. on fire for this. The crowd the, loved it. He Everybody was a heat magnet. Oh, loving it. Heat magnet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for a celebrity appearance, that's what you want. I think last, uh, last year, Bad Bunny really set the bar for celebrity appearances as far as like so playing and things like that. He really like elevated it. Um, yeah, it was great. I mean, you could tell, especially with Logan Paul in there, you could tell he kind of grew up. I don't, I'm going to say grow up, but you kind of knew he, he he knew his wrestling background history, you know. <coughs> Excuse me there. But he kind of, you know, played off the whole Eddie Guerrero background, uh, especially with The Miz, the whole Hollywood celebrity being bigger than what he was. I thought it was great. Okay. So the celebrity matches are great. Now, now a cynic would tell you, well, that spot could have been given to somebody more worthy than an actual That's wrestler. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you know what? Hey, I tell you, I tell you what. You know what? There's a reason for that. There's a yep. place for that. And like you said, I too was impressed with Bad Bunny. I was actually in Tampa last year. Yes. Here's the thing too. I don't need for them to be great wrestlers. I don't. No. I don't need them to be. So I want to see Drew Carey eliminate himself from the Royal Rumble. That's what I like. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. So now. Talk to me, since you guys are a bit younger, what's up with the Pokemon card around the neck? What the hell is all that? This is trolling, I guess. I don't know. I don't really... I don't even really know. I think I, think I think I know what that word means. So, yeah. <laughs> he's, I'm, I'm out of his key demo, so I'm not totally sure myself. <laughs> so, uh, um, so with the Pokemon card thing, it's just kind of one of those nostalgia things, especially growing up as a 90s kid. You know, he did have that boxing match with God knows who. Uh, coming out with that first position Charizard, 
Um, it's just something that, you know, just to get his, um, get his name out there. Um, you know, flex, subtle flex, let's put it that way. Okay, okay. So He um, previewed his outfit before the fight. Oh, yeah, he, I think he uh, had drawn it up or something like that. Yeah. Well, was it, wasn't he wearing yellow and black? Like He, he, looked, like, black. he looked like uh, Uma Thurman and Kill Bill. <laughs> 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 it's supposed to be original? Like, Slash. That's Slash. What, yeah. yeah. Hand him the fucking sword. <laughs> yeah. <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Stephanie, walk us into to the fourth match of the night because... For me, I really felt like, despite the previous three, and no disrespect to anybody else, I felt like that WrestleMania didn't actually really start mm-hmm. until you. this I match. Feel you. Stephanie, walk us into it. It's a WWE <laughs> Raw Women's Championship. Yes. It was Bianca Belair. Of course, she was the 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 uh, the, the challenger mm-hmm. uh, versus the champion Becky Lynch. I mean, I love Becky before. I love her just her whole persona about everything but somehow I just couldn't get over her hair and I, you know that last match where she got her hair cut I was like is that why her hair looks like that right mm-hmm. I don't get it but Bianca Belair when she came in those lights were just going everywhere the band was there she was and it was like Beyonce coming out totally and I was yeah. like man this is what I came here for this whole showmanship yeah. of it yeah. Yeah. he is a fashionista she is a trendsetter than ever with a brand new well, that's the understatement of the year, Jimmy. Bianca Belair did her big time. Bex looking like a million bucks in circumstance of WrestleMania. out there we kind of went from uh Aloy Eloy from Horizon Zero Dawn to like instantly overnight to a 80s pop hair rock rock star Becky Lynch okay so we'll love to see you know if she kind of um brings more of that 80s style into her uh, okay her gimmick going forward mm-hmm. but now let's now Jerry let's get to the match though yeah. So uh, as far as the match went, it was it was excellent. I think it was really good. I'm glad that they got more time, especially with the build, because the story was going for several months. I mean, it was back to SummerSlam when Becky returned and pinned Belair in like what was it like 30 seconds or something like right, that. Right. Super short. Right. So it was really good to get a fleshed out full match, and it was really really well done. They really worked well together. Um, the crowd was really into it. Um, it was it was a great it was a pretty good match. She had Becky on her butt. That was amazing. With lips. Becky, kiss my butt. Yes. I wasn't that close. Yeah, I didn't see that. It must be nice. You're welcome. You're welcome. Actually got her her championship moment again with a crowd, which made it even more special. Sure, Um, sure. As far as like the representation of it and everything, it was, was, I enjoyed the match and I enjoyed the the end of it as well. Okay. So So, so what did you like about, what what did you like and did not like about the match, Stephanie? Oh, I I mean, like I said, I love the showmanship of Bianca when she came out. It was amazing when she, (laughs) but then when Becky came and grabbed her hair and that signature, you know, pulling her across the bottom of the floor, that tug of war. And I just see this little girl over here wearing a hair extension. I'm like, oh. (laughs) So, you know, that for me is the thing because you, I know who I like. Mm -hmm. I can hear the crowd when I watch the TV. Mm-hmm. But nothing will inform you of who is over until you attend a live event. Okay? Yeah, especially at that match, you could definitely hear the uh, Becky fans 
go for Belair by the end of that match just because of the fact that it was so drawn out. Mm-hmm. Can't beat him, join him. Sure, but do you think now, of course, if you're listening again, if you haven't <laughs> seen the match, uh, yeah. uh, but of course, <laughs> this is what they would call making Bianca whole because she won the match. Yes. Now, do you think that she won the match based upon pushback? Do you think that she won the match based on the work that she did? Or do you think that that was always the plan? And did it make you then believe in the long game versus what your initial thoughts were when she lost last summer? Terry, let's start with Ooh, you. That's, that's a tough question right there. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I think as far as doing a series of matches, because they have a habit of doing that where you know they'll have a, a match go a certain way on a pay-per-view and then a few months down the line they'll revisit it or it was just a slow build. I think it probably, I don't know all the backstage politics related to that, but I think it may have been also a test for her to see how she would take the loss. Right. You know, like with the booking decision on how to go with that. And I, I thought about that. That's pretty smart. May, may have mm-hmm. taken it really well, and they like that, and they're like, okay, we'll give you another opportunity uh, or whatever the deal is, but I, I don't know. Okay. I, I definitely, that's a good question. That's Thank a really good one. I wish you. I had a better answer for you for that. <laughs> I think most likely was long-term, long storytelling. And so that's why you have to to often trust the process, you know, but there's a reason why they've been successful for for, for so long. And I can can say all those same things about Becky. So to see these two, and they're both getting entrances, and they're both getting it all, and they went 20 minutes. Again, keep listening, but this was the best match, not only of the night, but perhaps the weekend. You know, I was just about to say that you said earlier that, you know, this is... Kind of when you thought when WrestleMania started, it probably could have finished there too because this was the match of the of that show. That's a good point. Night, That's very smart. Two. I like that a lot because mm-hmm. I didn't the fact that there was no chance of any sort of fatigue. It came at the right pacing. It came at the right time. Mm-hmm. And what's even crazier? Clean win. Yeah, a clean win. But yeah. also what was crazier is what followed it. Okay, we're gonna take a quick <laughs> break right here to tell you a little bit about our sponsors here, and my girl Dana French is gonna tell you all about that. While we take a short commercial break, you should too from trying to get yourself over. And since you're listening to this, you probably have disposable income. So let our great sponsors tell you how to put it to good use. Mayday! Mayday! Texas Style Wrestling presents Mayday 14 live from the TSW Plus studios in Addison, Texas. Come see real professional wrestling the way it was meant to be in a live event experience unlike any other. Tickets are on sale. Visit TSWplus.com. What's up? It's everyone's favorite wrestler, the glamour, Mariah May, and you're listening to This Is Wrestling with Roy Turner. Here was the most anticipated and what I feel is is the the match of the night, maybe even of the weekend. But I think that collectively, and I would even say for myself, before I saw Becky and 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 uh, and Bianca tear the house down, I was the most curious about who Seth Rollins's mystery partner was going to be. Okay, now before we reveal it, of course people know, people are listening. Mm-hmm. I feel like that by the time we got there, everybody was sold on the who? One, on who it was. Right. It wasn't right. like, there were no arguments. There wasn't like, no way, man, it's going to be so little. Every I feel like everybody, whenever Seth comes out, blah, 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 and there was that, that moment, Walk me through that. What was it like being in your seat and in your section? Walk me through the anticipation. Man, they they really 
really built it up. Um, I mean, it was very, like, you could tell there was, like, a who's it going to be, who's it going to be, everybody sitting there. We, Me and the guy next to me were discussing, like, who it possibly could be, aside from who it actually was. Okay, so, um, so what, what names were y'all throwing around? Uh, he said Shane. Okay. Um, I was joking that it was going to be Veer. Surprise, he's not going <laughs> yeah. on Raw. He's yeah. going on, on WrestleMania. <laughs> Veer is coming, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise, he came, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know. Uh, things like that. But um, as far as who it turned out to be, it was just very, like, because the lights went down, and then you had the pyro leading up to the entranceway and things like that. It just was like just very just dead quiet. Everybody was just waiting, waiting. Cameras out, just waiting to see who it was going to be. Wrestling has more than Saying Cody, mostly all the the smarts out there, you know, saying Cody. Dirt cheat readers, yeah, you know, right. things okay. like that. Yeah. Hey, I, and I don't, I still understand that. Why, why, why do you want to know in advance? I want to be surprised. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's you the know? algorithm, uh-huh. man. We ain't looking for it. Yeah, right. us. <laughs> so, so you know what? You know what? At WrestleMania. Okay. I want you to explain that then. I want you to explain why do some feel betrayed, and why do people that were there, why were why were they cheering him? Reason why I think he left was this is I think that he saw himself as Vince McMahon. And when it became clear that this was Tony Khan's company. Yeah. And Tony oh, Khan... Okay. <laughs> yeah. But but I, I think we... Okay. All this is going to be is more Vince McMahon. That's all yeah. this, this is, all this is mm. going to be. And I'm going to have to put up with the same shit I put up from Vince without a WrestleMania moment. Yeah. I can yeah. go over here and make more money... And if, and if nothing else, if nothing else, if literally nothing else, that I told you so. He gets to go back and have that moment. And I will say that when he did the Stardust thing, yeah, yeah, it, dude, the, the dude, <laughs> what, that was that was smart and funny and perfect. I don't that know if it's dude. I, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that told. I don't. I don't know if that if that who told him to make told or he came up with that on the fly. But when, you know, he does this silly-ass cartwheel mm-hmm. and then does it, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know that it broke set. What, uh, uh, tell, tell people what, what that means, too. Uh, he was laughing. He was taken out of it as far as, like, you know, I'm supposed to be mad and I'm supposed to be, you know, beating your ass, whatever. And he just, like, did the cartwheel and he just started laughing to himself, like, yeah. in the middle of the ring. It's like, oh, okay. You know, like, he's even entertained getting a kick out of himself. Right. And, which, you know... So, anyway... Uh, so they went for 20 minutes, and then now Cody and Seth went for 21 20 minutes, minutes and 40 seconds. And the Becky-Bianca uh, match didn't felt like it went by in five minutes. It was just a work of art, yeah. right? Yeah. After, after the Cody, but I got to be honest, I was pretty entertained almost throughout the entire Cody. I mean, back to the women. Stephanie, walk me through this. Number six. What was the sixth match on the card? One. So- 
So the six <laughs> match was WWE SmackDown Women's Championship with Charlotte Flair um, and Ronda Rousey. So um, had she just returned from having a baby? Is that what the storyline? Who's Charlotte? Uh, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> if she is returning from having a baby, damn it, I need her formula because wow, that she has mm-hmm. a banging body. Except she's not. Speaking of that, mal- you know, her wardrobe malfunction. People in the audience noticed they saw it on the big jumbo John. Okay, so walk me through it. I didn't I didn't see it when it happened. It wasn't until somebody told me and I watched it back. Walk me through walk me through what you saw. It oh how's this? You you did you see it firsthand? No, so I just saw my friend, her husband and that's when they were like, oh, did you see that over there? And then she told me, oh, her boob was just hanging out. And I was like, oh, gosh. Did so y'all then, see it live? Edit it out of the replay. Look at it. In fact, one of my friends, Jacob, when I posted my pictures, he said, oh, I saw it on the um, television. You didn't get to see that live, did you? And I was like, oh, no, no. I saw the reaction of my friend. He was fortunate enough to see that. But yeah, I heard they had to hurry up and cover her back up. Well, what I saw was a fan's phone because mm-hmm. you obviously, if you watch the replay, that that, that was a wrap, right? Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, somebody was filming the whole match, and just it's online. You can, I'll send you the link. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But, we'll but, but you can there. see. I, I, I feel like this is a Super Bowl over here with Janet Jackson. Janet. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like we shouldn't be doing this, right? This is so wrong. And if you haven't seen the Janet Jackson documentary, by the way, I highly recommend it. It is so good. I'm also a massive fan of hers. So I um, I think something, if you watch it, you will you will see that not only for what it is, but you will see it in a completely different perspective. And, and, you know, But getting back to the fun here, I'm going to put a bow on it. Um, well, it didn't just happen once. It happened twice. So yeah, right, right, there sure. you go. <laughs> but I saw, and it was like, holy I mean, it wasn't like a little. It was, this wasn't what they call a nip slip. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a WrestleMania moment, right? <laughs> she was, she was Talk on about her. A pop. <laughs> she was on her back, closest to the corner, and that's where it happened. You had yeah. My Twitter handle is Tricky Kid, the number two, and uh, also hope you're following TKR Wrestling. It's TKR Wrestling on Twitter. Where can they find you guys? I'm over here at the wrong act. You can follow me on. Uh... Instagram. I have a Twitch TV. Don't really post a whole lot on there, but you know, hopefully we'll get something on there pretty soon. Ronda Rousey, you know, I feel like she should be more athletic, and she did look sluggish in that match. I I do agree with you know the other people commenting on that. I was like, I do expect her to be top form, but then like I asked you, I was like, was she just coming back from a baby? I'm unsure about that because I don't keep up with it. But. Sure. Okay. So let's talk about Ronda Rousey for a second. Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay. I remember we're talking about, about, about Austin, mm-hmm. and if you guys follow, and you should, the uh, the Broken Skull sessions uh, on on the on, on Peacock and the network are fantastic. Well, Sasha, of course, I love. Mm-hmm. So I watched that one, and and he was like, he asked her. He said, "Well, you know, what about um, you know Ronda Rousey and all that she's done for for women's wrestling." What were your thoughts on what Rhonda has done for women in, in wrestling? What has she done for women in wrestling? Well, it was almost like like bringing her Mike Tyson. You're bringing different eyeballs in. It I mean, is. from that sense. You can bring in Ronda Rousey, but you should be paying me to be doing what she's doing. You have the talent here. I put in the work. But Ronda Rousey is a household legend and name to her own. If it wasn't for Ronda Rousey, 
who knows if the women's division here would be women's wrestling. She put in the work. She loved it. She came into the locker room very humbled and wanting to know everything that she could to be the best. What was the general consensus about Ronda Rousey in the locker room? Kind of the same how I felt. It, it's, outsider? It's just an, an outsider that we can accept because we understand the business within the WWE. She was an MMA fighter. That's what she was. And we felt it. But, but was she cool? She was. But, but was she cool? She was so cool. She is so cool. She can't cut a promo at all. She should never be given a microphone. She gets in there and it's like it's she can only do Ronda Rousey. She almost killed my girl Alexa, who, who is my favorite wrestler currently active. Who and where the hell was she at WrestleMania? Yeah, I was waiting for that raw anchor or something. Instead of talking about who was at WrestleMania, let's talk about for a second who was it? Alexa, Bailey, Oscar. Oscar, yes. And there were so many opportunities. In one year, Alexa Bliss, even though oh, oh, you're injured. Oh, guess what? Why have you hosted? And then you're gonna snap your fingers and bring out Hulk Hogan. And she wasn't even in Dallas. But the point though about Ronda Rousey is I I don't understand what they are thinking mm -hmm. in terms of what what are, what are, okay it seems like the desired effect is this is that oh I don't like women's wrestling but I like Ronda Rousey I don't think is talking about natural natural heels natural yeah. people uh, Ronda Rousey for sure for me yeah uh, so uh, it's just about name recognition especially with WrestleMania man like I mean. Just getting is that what it is? More eyeballs on the product. Yeah, that's all it is. She just brings in her name. A name. Uh, but but will that bring will that, will that but will that bring more eyeballs onto the product? <laughs> is, there, is there somebody out there that was like I'm I'm oh, I'm not one of them. Oh, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm having a hard time with that. They'll get those YouTube views up. That's about it. Okay, just to kind of see what she what she yeah, did. Just those clips. Yeah. So oh, so, so how how did she do in your opinion? Because I, I thought she looked better. You say she looks sluggish, but I, I still felt sluggish. like that she looked better than what I've seen her in terms of actually working a match. I felt that she did improve, but again, it's still this reckless, wild style that doesn't make me feel anything other than I want to see her get her ass kicked. Yeah, and for the yeah. amount of time, that, maybe that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, especially for the amount of time they were given, almost nearly what twenty minutes. Um, that you know. But this went 18 and a half minutes. Too long. And and so so do you think, much like a lot of people think that Janet Jackson did that on purpose, do you think that people were bored with this match and Charlotte decided to show her tits? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I mean, whatever gets a rise out of the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> they were ready for Austin. Oh, they were. They're okay. hot. They're hot. Okay. And so, like, the concession stands were closed... And on, well, let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you a concession stand that is not closed. The concession that is not closed is this one, my friends. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Well, because right as we get ready for Steve Austin, let's thank yes. this. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. thank I, Not this. even kidding. This, I was going to look for that. One. Is this the new one? Before. It's, 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 it's not because we already... I'll tell you about it here in a okay, second. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. Wow. And would you like one as well? Hell yeah. Do the thing. Okay, fine. Okay. What? What? Okay, and then yes, and so now yes. we will cue it. So check this out here. So we'll have this here. So, okay, are you guys ready for for Steve Austin for Austin three sixteen? Give me a hell yeah! Hell yeah! So we want to thank this week and last week's 
and this whole crazy WrestleMania week, because our program is a weekly program, becomes a daily program during WrestleMania week. We want to thank El Segundo Brewing in California for supplying us with Steve Austin's not only the Broken Skull IPA, but the brand new Broken Skull American Lager. Mm. And what we're about to open up beside the can of audio whip ass right here <laughs> is we're going to open up a, a can of Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. Let's get it, friends. For my ASMR fans out there. Oh. Yeah, you can hear that pop. Cheers, 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 cheers. Salute. Thank you, El Segundo, and thank you to, to that, that whole organization. is so great. It's been so great to us, and we've been happy to to be talking about them. And uh, they make a, a lot of great beers, even including ones that don't have Steve Austin's name on it. But this one does, and that's what we're here to talk about here. So now, night one. The, 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 the time has come, okay? Now, I felt still, leading up to this, this was still kind of strange, because still till the moment he came out, we still did not know at what capacity. Yes. Stephanie? Uh, so, Stone Cold and Kevin Owens. Um, I don't know. I don't really like that Kevin Owens guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, Austin came out. Now, we did have a little wager. You know, okay. <laughs> we did, we, is he walking to the ramp or is he bringing that ATV? And, Lord, you know, he brought that ATV, you know. He teased it. He teased his walking. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Looking at the at the match, you know his knees. Yeah, he needed that ATV because yeah. he was kind of yeah he could be sluggish and slow, but those you kind of tell those knees were kind of hurting matter. him a little bit. Doesn't but yeah, matter. so he came out, um, his entrance, you know, giving the fingers up in the air. Of course, no fingers. Yeah. Um, let's cut short with Kevin Owens only hitting two turnbuckles out of the four. But yeah, you know they kind of just sat down, uh, did a little back and forth, and went ahead and started that uh, no DQ match, yeah. which was great. Well, I thought this was interesting too, though. Okay, is it for me? First of all, what was it like? Because I know what it was like. What was it like being in the stadium? Because even though we knew he was coming, oh. and it's in Texas, okay, and the 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 potential that you were actually going to see Stone Cold's last match, okay, or for a lot of people because he retired 19 years ago, you were going to get a chance to see Stone Cold in any capacity, yes. and now potentially a match. Walk me through when that glass broke and he came through. What was it like being in the stadium? Popped, loud roar, everybody cheering, Screaming. like like the attitude there all over again. I, I, but, but compare it compare it to something like like we all we, we you know Cody got a pop. What, right. What, what was this pop like compared? To this that? one was everybody out their seats, everybody cheering, going crazy. Um, you know, we don't get a, a get a lot of that anymore these yeah. days. You, know, I, you, you really do. don't, do yeah. you? Um, especially with the fact that you have older fans, not older fans, but younger fans that are now a little bit older that may have not even seen Austin wrestle. What they say, nineteen years. Yeah. And they're you know maybe you know with that network they're going back and rewatching that. They're reacting the same way we were reacting when we were living that moment, yeah. which, was, which was nice. Yeah, for sure. I would say it was like bringing the kid out of a lot of people. Yeah. You know, really yeah. touching on that because he was a lot of people's hero growing up. 
I mean, you talk about through your Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Yeah. Most people will say he's on it, along with Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, etc. Sure. So I definitely think it was like a really big, like, I mean, the roof came off the place. I mean, it you really, know. really did. Yeah, you were fighting with the, the guy next to you. Next to you, you know, you're slapping high fives and chugging beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just like that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you did see everybody, like you said, coming in with the 316 shirts and then, Cost you know. Players. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see Aaliyah in her, th- her 317. 317. Uh, <laughs> Where was she at this weekend? That's somebody else that was missing from the festivities. But uh, but what did that mean to you personally? Did For that... me, I mean, it brought back everything. I mean, gosh, I mean, everybody was up in the air. I mean, it was like I said, like that little kid on your chair mm-hmm. moment. I wasn't in the stand, like on the floors. We were actually on the chairs, and everybody was just you know raising their arms and just screaming, "Hell yeah!" and just couldn't wait to see what he was actually going, going to, to do. do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. But wasn't it strange, though, to you, uh, knowing what we now know, right. that they all that momentum suddenly wouldn't do this weird vacuum where suddenly they sat down and he listened to Kevin Owens talk for 10 minutes. Like, that was, you know, it's like, 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 like how, how do you have, you know, how do you blow it off and go, all right, well, let's sit down and talk here. And actually, you don't say anything. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. just talk for 10 minutes. That was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of kind of broke it up, but I get it in the sense of what they were trying to build anticipation for, um, especially getting the crowd because he was just, he was just trashing Texas, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just really mm-hmm. like you know, you're with your stupid hats and this and that, and they zoom in on the dude in the cowboy hat and the boots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right he was saying that, and uh, it was definitely just to get really get everybody backing Austin for when he eventually had his comeback rebuttal, get some what chance going, you know, really fire up the crowd for what potentially could happen, which we still at that point had no idea. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, especially, you know, not to spoil night two or anything like that, but we kind of got the reaction we kind of wanted on both shows, uh, even without the talk show if it wasn't involved. So, I mean, like we said, you know, long story booking, you kind of get a little bit of both, right? But in this moment, you did not know that, that was going to happen. No so idea. that's right. So, but I, but don't you think though too? Like I'm not trying to correct anybody, but I felt like that. Okay, if he was going to do this all along, mm-hmm. why not make it like you know the you know the return of Stone Cold, uh, uh, you know the, the Brock versus Roman, the biggest match of all time. Was it an ego thing? Was it that he couldn't get that kind of billing because it would have pissed those two guys off? Could it be a thing that St- Steve didn't know even himself until he was going to see how he felt Hell until yeah. he got there? Yeah. That, that could be true. That really could be. I think it also may have been to not build up expectations because, you know, he's, even though it's been 19 years, you know, you go back on his catalog and, I mean, the guy was just I think that out. I think that's the smartest thing I've heard yet. I think it was I that. Like that was not to build up the expectation for it. You know, they could also have another Cody moment if, you know, the, you know, the best worst kept secret like what they had with Punk. You know, don't even announce it. Just say, Owens is talking trash, blah, blah, blah. You know, you probably would have got even more of a crazier reaction had he come out not... had him not been announced. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. But I, I, but I think that you know they had to sell two hundred thousand tickets. Yeah, so that wasn't an option. Uh-huh. But I think if you know in a perfect world that probably would have been back to yeah. execution. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So how did he look? Uh, how did he look? I don't know. I felt like he, I don't know. He looked athletic. He looked the same to me, a little older. <laughs> but I have these eyes, so I'm pretty generous, except for you know. Steve Austin took a, a, a bumper course as, as a legitimate, somebody who's willing to take a legitimate 
uh, not, not injury, but but a, impact. A, a, impact. A, yeah, a, a legitimate uh, like okay, I'm gonna hit you real hard with this, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw you over the guys. That's taking a bump, okay? And for him to do that mm-hmm. at age 56 on yeah. the concrete, oh yeah, was, yeah, but Next I, surgeries and everything. But I think that there was no other way out though for him. It was kind of like yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. it was like if, if I went down to that ring and I just did the. Remember how like at the end of Hogan's run, it was like. He could barely get through the, you know, what you yeah. gotta do, and it, uh, it was so predictable, and it, it lost all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it. You know, he he could he could easily have veered into that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The crowd was with him the whole time, even counting every time he was stomping. One, two, three. It would have been Yeah. But but I'm saying though, but he'd gone down there and just did the whole, mm-hmm. you know, what he was under for two seconds. Yeah. Did, he ran ran through the whole thing. He he needed he needed that bump. You know what I mean? Which, I, but, I, but, I, but I still didn't want to see him take it because it was just so scary. But the fact that it became a match, and I'll say this to you right now, it went 13 minutes and f- 55 seconds, and it was a yeah. no-holds-barred match. It went all over. I mean, what else is he going to have? Right. But I think <laughs> yeah. the most important thing is this, is that what was his motivation? And I think he said it himself. He said, I had my first match in Texas. Yep. Oh, yes. I yes. want to have my last match in Texas. Yeah. It, it's hard to all imagine that. now what that show would have been like with his present it wouldn't, yes. have been, it wouldn't have been the show at all right you know what I mean <clears throat> you were gonna say- that was night one of Wrestlemania we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna El Segundo Broken Skull IPA have a drink with us and we'll be all right, as we take a quick break right here to kind of mix up from nights one and two, I had a, a few things I wanted to talk about uh, and mention, uh, some great announcements uh, and also some gratitude I wanted to share. Uh, let's see here. So number one, I wanted to tell you that if you're in the Philadelphia area next week on April the 16th at the 23rd Street Armory in Philadelphia for the World Oddities Expo presents the Los Curio Market. There's going to be vendors and workshops and performances and tattoos. My man Jesse of WoeToThee.com is going to be there. Uh, this guy is amazing. He's done a lot of great work for us. He's a great guy. He knows his stuff. Make sure you visit uh, WoeToThee.com and say hello to Jesse once again at the at World Oddities Expo presents the Lost Curio Market on April the 16th at the 23rd Street Armory in Philadelphia. And you also can go to World Oddities at World Oddities Expo on Instagram and Twitter for more information. Uh, the next thing I wanted to tell you is something pretty exciting is happening. Okay, so check it out. So returning uh, a fellow proud Arkansan, and we also have a bloodline, speaking of... You know, on this wrestling show here, we, you know, talking about the Usos and Roman Reigns. And before we get to that bloodline, let me tell you about my bloodline. My man, Jay Gotham, who's all AKA my nephew, uh, is returning to the stage after a 10 year absence. And I want you guys to be a part of it. And we're so proud to actually co sponsor this. So, Tricky Kid Radio, as part of This Is Wrestling, uh, is sponsoring Indie Music Night as a, as a co-sponsor on Saturday, April the 23rd at the Rev Room. Uh, that's right there in downtown Little Rock, man. And uh, you know, I was born. I was born in downtown Little Rock at the St. Vincent Hospital in 1974. It's at 300 President Clinton Avenue. Of course, it wasn't called that then, but it is now. Jay is performing uh, with my man Next to C. 
If you remember on our other uh, podcast, uh, the you know my alter ego DJ Tricky Kid, uh, we played a great track from them. So make sure you're also subscribing to that. That's exclusively on iHeartRadio, and um, you will actually I should say this: it's, it's exclusively on iHeartRadio, and the next day you get it on on Apple. When I when I say that, what I mean is it's not on Spotify. <laughs> But you get the point. And again, uh, it's also uh, in the mix is going to be DJ Don D. It's co-hosted by Steve James Indy. Uh, doors are 8 o'clock, $10 to enter. And uh, what's pretty cool is right now, I've got some exclusive news regarding that. That right now, that they're running a 20% off of ticket sales. Uh, for anybody who's following uh, Jay Gotham on Spotify or whatever your preferred service is. So get involved with that, man. With some very talented, talented people keeping the hip-hop flame alive there in my beloved Arkansas, downtown Little Rock. Uh, my goodness. Um, you guys have heard me talk on, on my main show, Tricky Kid Radio, about a, a very life-changing uh, trip that I had uh, returning to Little Rock a few years ago um, through a, a crazy series of events that led me back there uh, on our um, honeymoon, actually. So anyway, I just, uh, I'm just i so proud that this is happening. I, I'm, I'm very excited about the show. And again, it's going down Saturday, April 23rd at the Rev Room. Don't miss Jay Gotham with Next to See and In the Mix with DJ Don D. Get your tickets now. And again, 20% off for those that are following on Spotify and your preferred services. Okay, next, I also wanted to give a great shout out to my man, Chris McDonald. Um, throughout all of this, you know, it's, it's, it's funny how we're doing this WrestleMania wrap-up, and we did, uh, and I'm so, this was so much fun doing this uh, with Stephanie and her family and, and Jerry and John and the whole crew. And But what's funny, though, is that, you know, I, I had put notes together and, and had passed them out, and, you know, who was in the, in the matches and who was, um, you know, who what the winners were and what the stipulations were and even what the running time was. But there were several things that I actually had forgotten. I kind of went back and watched some, some matches. I go, oh man, I, I would have I would have talked about that. So I'm thinking the next time we do this, what might be kind of cool is to put together maybe like a little highlight reel. So, because, you know, we were kind of, you know, still high in the moment. You know, we had just, we were only 72 hours removed, but still it was a lot to digest there and there was a lot to uh, take in. And when I went back and watched, especially that Charlotte Ronda match, there was some stuff that I would have, uh, I would definitely would have talked about, um, and it would just been fun too. Just to, you know, I know a lot of these podcasts. Like, my, shout out to my man Rob Irvin. He's got a great show, and they do it live, like 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 a watch along. So. Um, Maybe we'll do that. Let me know what you think about that. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at the Tricky Kid the number two, and of course under TKR Wrestling, and of course I'm under Instagram under DJ Tricky Kid. Uh, but yeah, but back to my man Chris McDonald. So again, this is about a people's history. You know, anybody can, like I said at the very beginning of the show, anybody can go online and uh, you know find out who won or watch a highlight reel yourself. What our goal here was to put you there. What was it like to be there? You know, because if you weren't, I mean, you know, again, there's there's a certain element you're just not going to get, you know, uh, the vibe, this, just everything. Well, the a big part of that vibe for me was, and I, I also said this earlier in the show, was it's always about the people that are around you. You know, I've been in that press box where you're around a bunch of, you know, people that are over it and know-it-alls. And I, and, I, and I remember wanting to be down with the people. 
And Chris McDonald uh, felt the same way. He was there in a, in a press capacity. Uh, he wrote a, a fantastic article uh, for the Dallas Observer that you should check out. Um, just log on to Dallas Observer and type in WrestleMania 38, and, it'll, and his Chris's article will come up. It's a great, great read. And uh, so he had enough of that too, and he came down both nights uh, to join me for as long as he could. And you know, if nothing else, you know, he wanted to hang with me, and 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 he, you know we're great friends and so for us to kind of do our thing uh but also to kind of you know share that with that moment with a friend and uh somebody that gets it and somebody that was going to uh make that moment uh enjoyable uh for him as, as compared to it just being some sort of you know cynical thing with a stranger so and both nights he brought beer to my seat what a swell gentleman he is so anyway shout out to my man chris i wanted to uh say this too very quickly it was so funny because he had come down and i was even joking i even said uh, he goes hey man where are you sitting i'm gonna come down and i told him the seat and i said bring beer <laughs> but you know i you know i wouldn't expect him to do that i know what i know what those prices are and i just didn't know if they were because when last time i was in that that sweet there was booze so i was like hey man you know maybe grab me a beer on the way out you know but whatever you know and uh, my man went to the concession out of pocket grabbed it and i want him to know that i appreciate it came to the seat and we uh shared uh, that first on a great great mo some great great moments there especially with you know with becky and bianca but uh also to my left uh was a really was a really cool guy named liqueur l-a-k-u-r and uh man it's just it's so great because earlier that day and i think i talked about this earlier but earlier that day I was at nxt uh on day one and these jerks behind me looked like a bunch of nate jacobs from euphoria fucking wannabe assholes and they were shitting on the on the court, the women's match and all that so it just felt so good like i said like you know to kind of you know to, to put you there uh, you know, because it's always about the people that are around you. And I'm glad that I have these great people around me here today to do this great podcast uh, here, to do this great recap. And and it's been uh, been so much fun. But anyway, I just want to give a shout out to LaCour. Him and his girl run this great, I uh, found out this great karaoke thing. And your wrestling brings people together. So, you know, it's so cool that the guy who just randomly sat next to me, and it was his first WrestleMania, I'll never forget him. And I don't think he'll ever forget me. We, we, we bonded. It was a special, great moment. And, and ever since then, I was texting him from my seat on Sunday and at Raw on Monday. So anyway, so that was that's something that I will always like. Yes, I will remember Stone Cold coming out and everything else. But just as important and probably even more so, I will remember LaCour. I will remember Chris bringing me that beer. Uh, and I'll remember sitting here and uh, and chopping it up with these fine folks. So anyway, just cherish people that are around you and uh, surround yourself with good people. You can't go wrong. And one thing that was so uh, cool, uh, you know, also, uh, Chris, when he came to my seat uh, on night two, right before the main event, man, we got the ringside upgrade. We uh, we hit the floor uh, and, and went, was all the way up and we were about like like the third row, um, you know, behind hard camera, not facing hard camera with the, the goof and the day glow green i need to interview that guy as much as is him his green shirt and his fucking goatee and his whatever how he does that kind of annoys me i i have questions for this man he might be a lovable guy i need to find that out too uh, but anyway, but that's that's something else that you wouldn't you know you wouldn't get is it like I told you how before how like we you know during that moment when suddenly like collectively everybody kind of got it 
with Vince McMahon and Pat McAfee, like, oh, wait, this isn't all that's going to happen. They have found a way to bring Austin on for night two. And, man, that was that's what you're there for. And it was really the only time that I really felt that way where I was just, you know, I, I was expecting him on Saturday, but on Sunday there was just something about it where we were standing. And, I, and suddenly, like, the guy next to me, who was, it was literally a two-foot partition between us, we're, like, reaching over and, like, literally holding each other. It was, like, <laughs> when, when and where else would that ever happen? So just a special thing, and, I, and I'll never forget that. And so I got to, we got to run down to uh, to ringside. There's a great shot of it on, on my Instagram account, DJ Tricky Kid. You can see me and Chris there, and I am sitting in the seat that I sat in. Just like how I mentioned about Jay Gottam earlier, we were at the uh, Royal Rumble 2017, and I have the seats that we set in here in my office. Well, now we have a new addition. Uh, right now, I'm sitting in my 2022 WrestleMania 38 uh, chair that I set in on the big day with uh, with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns' face right there on it. So, anyway, good times. Happy WrestleMania, everybody. Glad that you're joining us, and I hope you guys are enjoying the coverage. Hey, folks. This is Brian O'Halloran. You might know me from such iconic classic films as Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Vulgar. Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio. Hi, this is Marilyn Gigliotti. Most people know me as Veronica from Clerks. It ain't 37. Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. Hey, everybody. This is actor-musician Scott Schiaffo, best known from the Kevin Smith films Clerks and Vulgar. You are listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. Now, back to the action. Folks, we are back. It's now night two of WrestleMania 38 live from AT&T Stadium right here in Dallas, Texas. Uh, so how are they going to top the big, big night here, okay? So, I tell you, folks, we are back. It's now night two of WrestleMania 38 live from AT&T Stadium right here in Dallas, Texas. Uh, so how are they going to top the big, big night here, okay? So, I tell you, in comes we mania. Oh man, <laughs> Stephanie, walk me through what it was like to be at AT&T Stadium at WrestleMania when Johnny Knoxville faced Sami Zayn in an anything goes match. That is the most insane match ever. Johnny Knoxville comes down. You know, at first off, I don't even know what that Marvel character is, but he looks ridiculous <laughs> in his outfit. <laughs> With those goggles and everything else, he totally doesn't look like a wrestler. But, uh, you know, he comes out into this match, and he is just taking hit after hit. Look, is he in his 50s? I don't even freaking know. Hey, Alexa, how old is Johnny Knoxville? <laughs> <laughs> All I know is, dang, hit after hit after hit. Um, I do agree, though, Zane was selling, that's his name, Zane? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't want to say it wrong. Um, he was selling that, taking every one of those, and uh, when bumps, hits, I don't know. I mean, he was really taking every hit also. And then, um, you know, when they lift up the <laughs> mat and Wee Man's under there and he comes out, <laughs> holy shit. You're talking that... about Hogan and Andre. <laughs> Let's go ahead and replace that marquee flashback that they do every year with Wee Man and Sammy. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And then you're like, holy crap, he's picking him up. He's gonna slam him. What? He's crazy strong. I, it was insane. But he was crazy strong. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This was so entertaining. You guys <laughs> mentioned earlier, we were talking about, you know, the Bad Bunnies and the Logan Paul. This is a, a different type of entertaining because yeah. we saw that those two guys were athletes. We even saw Pat McAfee. Right? Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah. 
what we weren't, ex- you know, we don't need Johnny Knoxville to do a shooting star press off the top uh, of the rope. We need him to go out there and do, <laughs> yeah, what they did. Bring the jackass guys. Were you guys ever jackass f- friends? Have you seen the new movie Jackass Forever? Streaming now on Apple Plus. Oh, Apple Plus. You got to pay for that. You guys, is that free? Yeah. The guys behind us were actually plugging that. They're like, you need to see it. I was like, really? Is that good? Okay, I'll see it. But I can't believe it. Mousetraps, everything. And then, oh, my God, that huge boy. Me and Jerry over here were talking about it. Um, you know, like, oh, best wrestling match, best wrestling match of the night of the night, you know, throughout both shows. But as far as sports entertainment, what they do best, this is what they did best. Yep. Generally entertaining. Like, it yep. I mean, no I was... Locks. <laughs> None of that. Yeah, because you watch it going, oh, I really thought that was very interesting the way that he did that hip toss over there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You were here because it was like, is that a fucking bowling ball? Logic, is that yeah. a bowling ball? Logic yeah. thrown out the window. Yeah. Logic is thrown in Zane. Right. Is that a human... Mousetrap, and sure you, you know what? And so what? That it was a total botch with the uh, with the lever. Oh yeah. yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Who the people, cares? the people up yeah. top, they they, they didn't care. They didn't, who cares? Right? This was and and what I love so much, and what brought us here today too, is that you and I really bonded over this. And this is when her and I were like texting each other. It was so good to hear from you. It was so good to be doing this live instead of just doing it through Facebook. And you inviting us into our house. Let's give it up one time for Stephanie and Anamaker. I feel like I said you guys could have come to mine, and, 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 and this won't be the last time we do this. At least okay. I hope it, at least I hope oh, it won't be. This, you know, this right. I'm always hey. down. And, uh, well, and, I'm gonna pick my game up since I'm not yeah. now. <laughs> but I knew this was gonna be a lot of fun, and I trusted her. And she did, she goes, "I got the right people for you." And his hand, what was it? They, uh, I saw somebody on Twitter say it, it was uh, 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 May Young and Mark <laughs> oh, Henry's yeah. child. Yeah. Uh, All I do is make generational talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty good Mark Henry. <laughs> Thank you. I'm talking. I'm gonna send him your way, <laughs> but he's from Selsby, Texas. Yes, sir. Right now, yes, so. sir. Texas. My name is Noah, and I'm now sitting here. And I'm gonna talk about the Fatal Four Way match for the ladies. That's exactly. It started out. I was very, very excited for this moment. Very excited. Um, and I'd say my favorite two people that I was the most excited for were Naomi and Sasha Banks. I was. Watching them is amazing. I love watching the tricks that all the women do because you can just see like a foundation of like cheerleading and gymnastics and everything all the wrestlers do, but like they just have such good form. And what would it have been like if I was sitting next to you or behind you, and obviously, you know, we just met, what would I have seen if I was watching sitting right behind you? What would I have seen you doing during this match? Oh, I was screaming and yelling and jumping up and down. <laughs> and that's what we're there to do. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. And, and if, it can, if it can get you out of your seat, was that were you there for both nights? Yes. So was this your your favorite match of, uh, across both nights? I'd say, it, yeah, it was my favorite match to watch. So now there's a little bit of history here, and I'm sure you can help us out with, here with this. Is it? You know that Sasha has never won, despite all of her appearances at WrestleMania. This was actually her first WrestleMania win. That's true. You know, I was kind of thinking about that, too. Like, 
you know, now that you brought that up, like, what was the purpose of them actually winning the match? I thought they could have given the match to um, Liv, Liv and Rhea. Rhea. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now that you say that, it kind of kind of puts everything together, like, let's give Sasha her win. Right. But I never thought about that. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's who you were wanting to win, too, right? Yes. I'd say, other than me being, like, incredibly biased about them wanting to win, because, like I said, they're my favorite. Held that match together. I think it has to do a lot with, like, what makes a good theater production great or a good TV show great is, like, knowing the people around you. Because even if they don't necessarily maybe know each other super personally, they know that the people they're working with are professionals and they know what they're doing. And so, like... At some point, it started dawning. And, and you could feel it like dominoes. Yep. Falling across the stadium. When that's that, that's the beautiful thing, isn't it? That's yeah. a mm-hmm. that's a special thing. Yeah. When when collectively everybody starts going. And you mentioned earlier about how the guy next to you, you it was a total stranger. There was yeah. a wall between me uh-huh. and this guy, and suddenly we're on our feet and we're talking to each other. And he's thinking it's Shane. Uh-huh. I'm thinking it's all you know. Like oh my god, it's going to be like okay, he has to come two nights. That was the plan all along. Why didn't I see this? Oh yeah. my god, they had to find yeah. a way. Yep, yep. Right here, the whole yeah. time. Keep recording. I was Keep like, recording. Someone's, something's coming. <laughs> something's coming. And yeah. when the glass broke, I'm literally hugging a man who's. <laughs> <laughs> we are hugging each other. We're holding. We're holding on to each other. <laughs> and like we literally had not spoken all that night because all oh, because I was busy doing what mm-hmm. I was there to do. Like you could feel something was about to happen. Something That's very it. big. Like watching it. it was like a giant like crescendo in a like a huge orchestra piece and you can kind of feel it like inside of you. Totally. You can feel the tempo. Mm-hmm. And it's just like ah And that's what I mean that when WWE is at its best, there is literally nothing like it. Yes. Right, okay. And you've been a fan for a long, long time? I've been watching with my mom and my stepdad for for a hot minute, a couple mm-hmm. years, and it's always it's always something fun to go back to because I love the pageantry. Totally, totally. A great WrestleMania entry for Edge. Uh, seems like he's teasing a, a brood run here. Yes. Versus what many people could, a lot of people call themselves the best in the world, but but it, it seems like that uh, when it comes down to it, that uh, that you know when people cast their vote, it seems that AJ Styles is on that ballot. Yes, sir. Are you an AJ Styles fan? My mom's friend is, and one of their kids got his gloves. Got the gloves. <laughs> See, it's those moments. Stephanie, what did you think of the AJ versus uh, Styles versus Edge match that went 25 minutes? So I did watch the intro, him coming up, you know, on the fire and his throne, and that was amazing. And I do remember, you know, he flying through the air with his long hair, and he was gorgeous back then. And I'm not going to say he's not gorgeous now, but he's definitely very chiseled and defined at this point. Um, I mean, he still looks good to me. Okay, so in a winner-takes-all for the unification of the WWE Championship and the WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns, who is a Universal Champion with Paul Heyman versus Barack Lesnar. Now, this only went 12 minutes for what is considered, which was literally like half of what Edge and AJ did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize it kind of went that quick. I, you know, I kind of thought it was going to get a little more time, but, you know, you know, based on Brock's brawling abilities, on yeah. how quick he put matches away, I mean, 
It was, it was pretty good. But walk me, but Jerry, I want to hear from you first here sure. about this. Uh, you said something earlier, and that's why I wanted to lead it because I like what you I like what you're saying there. But you said something earlier that that I've been been waiting to talk about is you mm-hmm. said that in terms of overall presentation about about perception, what mm-hmm. we were talking about on night one, that was this perceived as truly was anybody buying that this was the biggest WrestleMania match of all time? Were you a skeptic or were you a believer? I didn't. I, I didn't really feel get that vibe per se for myself personally. Mm-hmm. But I know that there was a lot of night two, especially because you know night one, night two, people wore different merch and things, different shirts yeah. and things like that. Yeah. I saw so many Roman bloodline shirts all over the. Yes, I did. It was so much of that. So I mean, he was very over with the crowd and things like that so i'm sure for them at least it had that big fight feel to it sure sure and especially with it being you know as big you would say two big beefy men yes <laughs> big chest you know? i love him so i love i love i love him so much yeah. I, I i've yet to meet him and i yeah. I, I hope to, i hope too soon uh, i hope he gets mm-hmm. well soon and um but you know that that's important. Mm-hmm. What you're saying. Yeah. Now let me ask you this, okay? I felt. I mean, I, I want to ask all of you this actually, but I want, want you to start with this, and then I want to get get to my man here. Is that I felt like that when I was looking at the two cards. Yeah. Night one was going to be the night. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And I thought, man, night two. I was like, man, why couldn't I've been on the field for night one, man? You mm-hmm. know. But after the fact, I for me, night two was the magic. Yeah. Yeah. It was the magic. Tell me why. I'd say leading up to it, I wasn't expecting as much from night two as I was from at, night at all. I, you know, I showed up wearing my, I had my hair like in a little bit of Sasha, or a little. Oh, I just lost her entire name. Bianca Belair. In my hair, light, like a little bit inspired by hers, wearing the shirt from, wearing the shirt from the night before, and I didn't walk into it expecting like. Ah, like the first night. Sure. But getting there, the buildup of just this, like, oh, this big thing is about to happen. And is this guy who's been here for so long and he's won so much, is Brock Lesnar going to win? And it's been building up to this for so long. Or is Roman Reigns, who's coming, who's kind of coming in to seem as the new favorite, and it's the bloodline, and it's this family of wrestlers, and... I definitely did support Roman Reigns because I have no choice as a Polynesian person. You don't get that. So, if, so if, if you're the EST of something, what, what are you the EST of? If you're wearing this shirt from the night before, you might have been the stinkiest. Well, I think you're probably the, what I was going to say is the smartest. I mean, you should have been here all night long, and I'm grateful <laughs> that you're here. My man, walk me through it. The whole night? Just, just, just that, that match there. For the match was, uh, it was good. It was good. You know, um, was it the biggest WrestleMania match of all time? No. Same thing with, you know, a couple years ago. The greatest WrestleMania match, you know, what was it, Orton and Edge four right. years ago when they, yeah. when they went at it. And that was a young oh. burger with a side of snores. Ooh. You know what? Yeah. It was the, this one was the biggest WrestleMania match between me and my stepfather, and I think that's what counts. <laughs> yeah. True, true, yeah. true. Yeah, but um, was it the biggest? No. Uh, I'm interested to see what they're going to do going forward with this. You know, they're probably going to build something. Especially with those two titles, whether right. they're unified or not, um, as breathe. one. Yeah. 
um, to actually give it, to make it purpose, to make you go back and be like, wow, that was a moment mm-hmm. that I did attend yeah. that I had no idea. WWE's really good about that, where yeah. it's like, you don't realize where you've been or what was happening until that moment happened, yeah. you know, so... You know, agreed. It's going to happen. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. You know? and I think that that's maybe it's where it, this succeeded, because I left there hopeful. Yeah, I left there thinking that. I left there thinking, what's next? What's going to happen yeah. next? Uh-huh. Unfortunately, what happened next was the most boring RAW in the history. <laughs> of, uh, that was a lame RAW for the middle of August, let alone the RAW after WrestleMania. Yeah. But that's for that's for another time, time though. Yeah. So once again, I am your host, Roy Turner, for my guest. Let's go around the ring here. Say your name one more time, please. I'm Noah. Jerry. My name is John. You can follow me at the wrong at on Twitter. And I'm Stephanie Nonamaker. And I am always as your host, Roy Turner. We want to thank you so much. Thank you guys for joining us for this whole crazy adventure from WrestleCon to TSW to the tryout to uh, here's where you do the what thing, all right? Okay. What? Uh, okay. So from TSW <laughs> to the Hall of Fame what? to NXT what? to Mission Pro what? to Night One, what? Night Two, what? and to tonight. Thank you guys so much once again for all my guests. I am your host, Roy Turner, and this is wrestling. Rest in peace to the big guy. Bad guy. And cheers, and again, to the friends and family of Scott Hall. Yes, sir. Good evening. Ring the bell. That does it for us this week. We hope you had a slamming good time, and be sure to join us next week for more in-ring action. This has been a presentation of Tricky Kid Media Originals, distributed by iHeartRadio, created and directed by Roy Turner, edited and mastered by Marcus Miller, Theme music by The Buck Pets. Original score by Jocelyn Hunt. Artwork by Antora Sandy. Marketing and PR by Francesca Miles. Tricky Kid Radio is hosted by Roy Turner with introductions by me, Dana French. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us next week.